This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The U.S. Department of Justice is weighing in on the foster care system here in Alabama. The DOJ says the Alabama foster care system is in direct violation of a section of the Americans with Disabilities Act especially when it comes to foster children with behavioral or emotional disabilities. The assistant attorney within the DOJ's Civil Rights Division says that the state of Alabama is illegally discriminating against those children. Attorney Kristen Clark says that children with disabilities are being placed in segregated and inferior schools here in Alabama that limit their access to science labs, gyms, libraries, and other instructional materials. Pick your poll when it comes to the performance of Governor Kay Ivey. A fiscal policy report from the Cato Institute has given Governor Ivey a D for her fiscal policies when it comes to a limited government. Governors who are given an A rating from the Cato Institute typically have cut taxes for their citizens. Those who get an F have focused on spending and expanding government. Ivey's ranking is down there with the governors of Vermont and Tennessee with this low score. Other governors who got an A grade are in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nebraska, Idaho, and Arizona. They are all Republican governors as well. And in another poll that was put out this week by Morning Consult, Ivy gets a high approval rating among other Southeast governors. The Morning Consult survey placed Ivy with a 60% approval of her job performance. That survey was done this past summer. A report on university students who are hoping to become teachers here in the state is showing that they're not doing so good on testing. Less than 50% of education students have passed the Praxis test on their first try. That is the benchmark test for achieving a teacher's license. This statistic is coming from the Alabama Commission on the Evaluation of Services. Students from the University of Huntsville had the highest first-time pass rate of the Praxis test. They came in at 70%. Alabama State had the lowest at 20%. State Senator Arthur Orr spoke about these numbers on FM Talk 106.5 out of Mobile. And I think it's a, a double lose. Number one, you know, we're investing in our institutions of higher education, and they're, you know, if their batting average is less than 50%, it, presumably we're not uh, getting our full value that, those teaching uh, our future teachers, and then we're shortchanging our future teachers. They go to a school of higher ed here in the state, they, they pass their classes, presumably, and then they've got to take the entrance exam to be a certified teacher, and they can't pass it. So um, anyway, that's something we're going to have to really look into the, uh, the next legislative session. The report also showed a decline in the number of undergraduate students who are even entering the teaching field. That started to decline in 2013. Down in Mobile, Spring Hill College has now announced their first female president ever. Mary Van Brunt comes to the position from Pennsylvania and a position she held there at Cabrini University. She has worked for 20 years in Catholic higher education, serving as provost, vice president, and academic dean. Von Brunt will become the 39th president of Spring Hill starting this January 2023. The college was first founded in Mobile in 1830 and is the third oldest Jesuit college in the U.S. and the oldest Catholic college in the Southeast. NASA has set a new launch date for the Artemis 1 flight test. The unmanned space launch system rocket will blast off on Monday, November 14th 
from Cape Canaveral, Florida. The rocket had to be rolled away from the launch pad due to the arrival of Hurricane Ian just two weeks ago. The return to the launch pad will begin on November 4th. The mission of the Artemis 1 will run for 25 and a half days after its first launched and then splash down into the Pacific Ocean will occur, hopefully on December 9th. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, leaders of the North American Treaty Organization, known as NATO, met this week to discuss continued support of Ukraine against Russian forces and Russian missile attacks. U.S. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin reiterated what President Joe Biden pledged at the start of this week, and that was more air defense capabilities. And we will produce and deliver these highly effective capabilities. Our resolve to support Ukraine's defenders extends through all seasons. We will continue to boost Ukraine's defensive capabilities for today's urgent needs and for the long haul. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled in an election case that is coming out of the state of Pennsylvania. The Supreme Court ruled that ballots cannot be counted if they are flawed. This applies to mail-in ballots that do not have the proper date on them when they're submitted. The Supreme Court vacated a ruling from the Third Circuit Court of Appeals. The plaintiff in this whole case is David Ritter, who ran against a Democrat rival in 2021 in Lehigh County for the Court of Common Pleas. Ritter lost by only five votes after 257 absentee ballots that did not have dates on them were counted in the vote totals. By vacating the lower court's ruling, other states like New Jersey and Delaware will also be affected by this precedent that has been set by the Supreme Court when it comes to disqualifying or counting flawed mail-in ballots. Pennsylvania's Republican Senate candidate Mehmet Oz, also known as Dr. Oz, joined Ritter's case in its appeal. The Attorney General for Florida, Ashley Moody, announces a seizure of fentanyl pills in that state that are deadly enough to kill 11 million people. Law enforcement seized 50 pounds of the fentanyl, known as rainbow fentanyl, due to the multicolor flecks that are in the pill. Moody spoke on Fox News saying the open border policy of the Biden administration is allowing criminals to conduct business with Mexican cartels. Some of these criminals are already behind bars. The people running these gangs and this you you referred to this being gang related, the Mexican mafia, Sir 13, the leader actually is an illegal immigrant working out of one of our prisons, which the taxpayers are paying to house because he was committing crimes here. This involves 25 different uh, defendants, violent criminal acts, conspiracy to commit murder, trafficking and not just fentanyl, but heroin, methamphetamine. I mean, these are people who do not value human life. They put profit and power over human life. And these are the folks that this chaotic border, this open border, are helping to conduct business and and harm and kill Americans every single day. PayPal is redefining a policy. Just a few days ago, the digital finance company announced that it would fine its clients and users about $2,500 if that client engaged in misinformation or hateful messaging. The PayPal policy reads that the client may not use PayPal services for activities that send, post, or publish messages with content that promotes misinformation, and PayPal will be the determiner of what that misinformation is. Since that announcement, the company's stock has taken a major dive. People have gone on social media and announced that they're moving to other finance apps. Now PayPal executives are walking that decision back a little by saying that the policy was released in error. 
PayPal assures the public that they're not fining people for misinformation and that that language was never intended to be inserted in the new policy. No word yet if PayPal has made these types of mistakes when it comes to inserting a few extra dollar bills into someone's account. That's probably not the case. A member of the European Parliament grills a Pfizer pharmaceutical executive and is not happy with the answer. Dutch member Rob Roos asked this question to Janine Small, who is the president of Pfizer's International Developed Markets. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. Roos then posted a video on Twitter with his reaction, calling Small's response scandalous. Millions of people worldwide felt forced to get vaccinated because of the myth that you do it for others. Now this turned out to be a cheap lie. This should be exposed. Law enforcement in the state of Ohio averted a plan for a mass shooting that was to be directed at young college women only. 22-year-old Trey Genko of Hillsborough was hoping to complete a mass shooting plan at Ohio University before he got caught. Genko describes himself as an incel, which stands for involuntary celibate, because relationships with women have gone terribly awry for him in his life. Genko wrote a manifesto in 2021 in which he planned to slaughter thousands of sorority members at the university. He went so far as to buy multiple guns, knives, and equipment, including a bulletproof vest. Federal agents arrested him last summer. This week, he pleaded guilty to the charges of attempting to commit a hate crime. He is yet to be sentenced. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure the reports come up easily on your electronic device, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on the main page of The Daily Detail on whatever podcasting app you've been using to listen. That could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other podcasting apps. You can also get the word out about The Daily Detail by sending a link to a friend or dropping me a five-star rating. I surely do appreciate it. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. And I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 